This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Wednesday, May 27th. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. Today is something of a placeholder of a trading session in the Treasury market. Our expectations are for the range to continue to hold in a relatively narrow context and for the upward pressure on the shape of the curve to persist. The melt-up in risk assets continues with the S&P 500 equity futures reaching 3035 overnight, while the 10-year Treasury was little changed in an all-too-familiar zone of 68 to 69 basis points. There are moments when the price action itself becomes the impetus for a greater investor response. And while it's tempting to assume that the gradual repricing in stocks is just such an event, we're wary that there's more to come before the implied paradigm shift comes under scrutiny. For the time being, as stochastics in the major domestic equity indices edge into overbought territory, Incremental gains will become more difficult to achieve until there is either a greater period of consolidation or an in-range correction. To be fair, extremes in momentum can persist for weeks without the implied resolution, so we're far from convinced that such a move is in the offing ahead of the weekend. Instead, investors' reopening optimism appears to be the primary driver behind the price action throughout a variety of asset classes. It's notable that the final auctions of May haven't managed to have much of an effect on the outright level of yields, even with the issue of new 2s, 5s, and 7s, which should be adding to underperformance of the front end of the curve. Tuesday's steepening impulse conforms with our longer-term bias to the shape of the curve, with 2s, 10s solidly above 50 basis points, and 5s, 30s closing at 109.5 basis points. That's the steepest since mid-2017. The character of the current price action is different from that of the tax reform-inspired move in 2017 and reflects a market comfortable with pricing in an on-hold Fed for the foreseeable future. With yield curve caps widely expected to be rolled out by the end of the year, investors will gain a greater confidence in the durability of the range for twos and threes, and implicitly the shape of the curve. The ramifications include solidifying the anchor of front-end yields to the Fed and linking the curve shape to any reflationary ambitions coupled with a supply undercurrent. Record-high long-end auction sizes, to say nothing of the reintroduction of the 20-year, have provided incremental upward steepening pressure to be sure, but it's not sufficient in and of itself to permanently recast the shape of the curve. Nonetheless, we'd be remiss not to acknowledge the influence. The more relevant and implicitly sustainable fundamental will be in the form of building inflationary expectations once the near-term pandemic-linked weight on consumer prices has abated. 10-year break-evens at 111 basis points, versus the average of 175 throughout 2019 speak to ample potential to drive the curve steeper if and when reflation overshadows the initial wave of damage inflicted on the real economy. 
As we've noted in the past, this is undoubtedly the second leg of a broader trade. As the Fed's GDP trackers are still in the negative 31% to negative 32% range for the second quarter. It's worth a nod to the fact that these estimates are based on the trajectory of the realized data, the vast majority of which has been collected during the lockdown. As the stay-at-home orders are eased and the economy begins to function again, albeit in the new normal context, the forecasts of the depths of the recession should come into greater relief. This is by no means to suggest that the domestic economy isn't poised to suffer significant and lingering damage, but rather, early indications confirm April will mark the lows, leaving May and June to focus on the process of reopening and rebuilding. In practical terms, this will serve to take the edge off of the depression projections using just March and April's data. However, dismal is still dismal. Today offers no fundamental catalyst for any durable price action in the U.S. rates market aside from the incremental influence of the steady improvement of risk assets. The Fed's Beige Book will provide context via business leader anecdotes ahead of the June 10th FOMC meeting, but aside from some insight into how permanent the layoffs might likely be, we struggle to envision any market-moving revelations. Let's not forget the five-year auction. Given the prospects for yield curve caps and the overarching bid for treasuries, the supply takedown should be better than that of twos, but overall a non-event. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Stay safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. 
BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public disclosure slash.